Dumas spread around in that Texas town. Right to shack outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. For February the 25th of 2021, it's Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show. As you might be joining us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose via the K105 or WMTL app or watching on K105 Digital Productions. We've got a big show planned for you today. A, a class in Europe. It's a big shock for their college class on somebody showing up and letting them know, uh, giving them some tips We'll let you know about that. A bunch of bills are moving through the Kentucky House. We'll let you know about those. And it's already getting to the point where we can start talking about Easter foods, which is kind of crazy that, I mean, it really doesn't even feel like Valentine's Day kind of came through. It's just, it's been a weird year already. I guess 2021 in a lot of ways is really similar to 2020. But first, we're going to jump in and get things going and maybe... Our computer's going a little slow today. It's, it kind of fits, though, how the morning is going. Misty Thomas is my first co-host. And Misty, let's see. The, your light doesn't work anymore, and I don't like that. But, Miss, is, did I turn on the right one? I guess so. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I don't like it because I love the not on. I love that the lights used to work. Yeah. And it was easy because I could just go, oh, nope, that's not the right one. Yeah. But, Misty, welcome back to Thank the show. You. Thank you. Yeah. I know you... I guess we were both in the college, but you were most recently in college, mm-hmm. and I know you had to do probably quite a few online classes and probably some, maybe not necessarily Zoom meetings, but mm-hmm. equivalents, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Did you ever have anybody drop in that you weren't expecting? Um, we didn't have anybody drop in. We did have a professor one time forget to turn her Zoom off and then was telling her husband how awful of a class we were. <laughs> Because we weren't, we weren't learning what she was trying to teach us. <laughs> well, a Princeton University three dozen students had the shock of their lives when Sir Paul McCartney crashed their songwriting what? class. He joined a songwriting workshop of which thirty three students attended, and announced about th- uh, the professor announced about thirty minutes into the three hour lecture that a test student was going to be joining oh, that wow. morning to listen to all of their songs. When he came up. Everybody obviously w- yeah. was shocked, and he listened. And the professor said he ab- he was clearly absolutely de- determined to be helpful. Turns out that Paul McCartney is a natural educator. One of the few things that people don't realize about him oh, is that wow. he is quite likely to have been a teacher had he not become a rock star. I love that. 
How nervous would you be to have to play for Sir Paul McCartney? Well, it's like the – did you ever see when he did James Corden and the the, the, car- the carpool karaoke. karaoke where they went through and yeah. he showed up at the, the pub yes. in England and yes. started playing? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, Just because it it's – Paul McCartney is – But you've got to play for him while he listens and scrutinizes you. Right. Like, right. It's I have no words to describe how nervous I would be. Yes, exactly. And then our second co-host for today – from the Grayson County Extension Office, a new mom as well. It helps if I turn your microphone on. Your light's not on either, but that's because I didn't turn it on. Whitney Carmen. Whitney, welcome back. Hi, glad to be back. You are a new mom now. I think you said Silas. Is that correct? Yep. Three months? Yes, he'll be three months on Friday. How is he doing? Oh, he's fat and sassy. He's good. <laughs> now, how are your other kids doing with uh, the newest edition? Very well, actually. Very, very well. They're, they love him and they... It's like two extra babysitters. It's nice. Okay, so they are helping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a good thing. Is there a social media channel that you trust more than the others? I would say no. No? None of them? <laughs> I don't trust any of them. But if I'm looking for information or if I am trying to get a start on something, I'll probably go to Facebook um, or Instagram, but you know, it de- the level of social media and what I'm looking for will depend on which avenue I go to. So they surveyed 2,000 Americans for the social media trust survey, and you fit in with the largest portion of 30% of people don't necessarily trust any of them. The highest out of the most trusted social media would be Facebook with 25%. YouTube is 15%. Instagram at 9%. LinkedIn at 7 Twitter at 5 Misty, do you... Yeah, I'm shocked because I would have started with LinkedIn and YouTube before I would have started with Twitter, Instagram, See, or Facebook. And, and I think it's and I don't my, even think about YouTube being social media. I don't either. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have – and I mean I have a LinkedIn, but I'm not even sure that it's one of those things that I necessarily mm-hmm. use that often. But yeah, there's there's the, yeah. the graphic. It's kind of interesting that – I wonder if that's because less people use LinkedIn than they use – if I'm looking for a broad cross-section of opinion, Facebook will be the mm-hmm. place because there's more people on Facebook than there is in as, other areas. As Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio has said, he says, if you go to the Internet, he's, you uh-huh. just use Twitter as an example. Yeah. Yes. You can find any opinion that you sure. want. Mm-hmm. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody out there. has it. Mm-hmm. You know. If somebody believes cats should be a cat should be the next president, somebody's got that. And sure, if you want an opinion, put it on Facebook or Twitter. Yes, because Twitter especially is is very good about being opinionated in in certain avenues. I don't use Twitter. Um, See, I prefer Twitter. Yeah, I use so, Twitter for inf- I use it just to kind of gauge what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't use Twitter. I'm never I never ever pull up my Twitter account. I don't even think it's logged in. LinkedIn. I've been using more this last year just because I did finish school and that was part of our making the next step. You Hmm, had to do some of those things for our capstone classes. And I enjoy LinkedIn, but it's all professional talk. It's how to Mm -hmm. uh, hone your career and and really your skill set and what people are looking for. So if I want something in the job market, I go to LinkedIn. Facebook, though, is just that cross-section. If you're going to get everybody's <laughs> mm-hmm. opinion, and there are people I trust on Facebook. Just go to our like comment section. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't even go there. I stay off of that because I cannot. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, and there is, off. for example, with our with the extension office page, I mean, there's informational things on mm-hmm. Facebook, too. So, you know, you know, 
you can get, like you said, a good cross section of information and opinion on Facebook. I do want to appreciate. I do want to give a shout out to Facebook for finally taking my recommendation I made five years ago. <laughs> that you now have a groups page, a group wall, and you now have your friends wall. You can toggle back and forth mm-hmm. between the that two. That is that is yes. good. Yes, so helpful. Although I don't necessarily like, and we're getting off topic, but the new update to Facebook has that if you're in a group. It has that it says that the group posted it, and then underneath it says posted by Sam Gormley or something along the lines of that. I'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. that's popped up, but I, I don't yeah. I don't like that because I'll yeah. scroll through and it'll say you know uh, like we have a group for our for our station here. It would say K105 has posted this, and it would say underneath you know published by Misty Thomas, and it would have that, but it's just it's yeah it's, that's too it's much. confusing it too it, much. when it would usually say just Misty say- Thomas posted to right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're getting off topic. Yep. Let's get back on topic. How about the weather? Uh, today, mix of sun and clouds with a high around 50 degrees. Tonight, chilly again, partly cloudy with a low around 32. Tomorrow, a high near 55. Know that they're really looking at a rainstorm that's going to be coming in Saturday night into Sunday. As it's saying here, potential of 1 to 3 inches across southern Kentucky coming oh, from Saturday no. night into Sunday morning. But hey, oh, yeah. as I say... I will take one to three inches of rain over one to three inches of snow yeah. any day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any day. I will. Give I'm just over me. the mud. I'm over the mud, I, mess, no, and I, stuff. So, I won't. But it's fine. Mud season here. It's yes. fine. My 27th birthday is Saturday, so I would like for it to be sunny <laughs> and, you know. Well, I think just the it's Saturday day. night when it's when it'll be raining. I know, so. but I mean, when you're 27, though, you stay out all night, oh, right? Oh, yes. That, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine protects against COVID-19, according to an analysis by U.S. regulators yesterday that sets the stage for a final decision on a new and easier-to-use shot to help tame the pandemic. The FDA scientists confirmed that the overall that the vaccine is about 66% effective at preventing moderate to severe COVID-19, but it's one shot, one that could help speed vaccinations by requiring one dose instead of two. They say it is safe to use. One of the things that they're saying with this vaccine is that it's doing a lot better at slowing the spread. I think that's the biggest thing with this is it might not be the greatest against symptoms. And I could just be making this up. I think it's somewhere in here. Um, Yes, it's highly effective against the most serious symptoms as early studies results showed no hospitalizations or deaths starting 28 days after vaccination. While the overall effectiveness numbers may suggest that it isn't as strong as the two-dose competitors, all of the world's COVID-19 vaccines have been tested differently, making comparisons nearly impossible. While it wouldn't be surprising if one dose turns out to be a little weaker than two doses, policymakers will decide if that's an acceptable trade-off to get more people vaccinated faster. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things that... When you're in one of those situations, the bar bar gets lowered, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's, we need a quick fix not a perfect solution mm-hmm. yeah because there is no perfect solution no, no one has an not answer enough, for that yeah. uh, locally on the vaccination front the grace county health department has announced that it's launching the 1c coronavirus waiting list that is going to open on march the 1st with only a limited supply of the vaccine available public health director josh Embry at this time they are restricting the waiting list to only a particular segment of the 1c population at this time it will only be 60 and older to the 1C wait list. They will open the 1C wait list to other populations when more vaccine is made available. So in 1C is residents 60 and over, people who work in quote-unquote essential jobs. So that includes transportation, food service, finance, IT, energy, legal, public safety, waste, water and wastewater, clergy, and media. So... 
we're we're waiting our turn. And, uh, <laughs> yes, the waiting list for those in the 1D category ends on Friday. Yeah. So I know that they're working to get as many vaccinated as they possibly can in the in the quickest time that they can. So. Uh, on the COVID-19 front in Kentucky, Governor Andy Bashir reported 1,306 new coronavirus cases were confirmed in Kentucky over the previous 24 hours. The new cases increased the COVID-19 count to over 400,000. So it's about one case per 11 Kentucky residents. 51 deaths were reported yesterday, but the big positive is if you've been following the positivity rate, it's 5.9%. Hospitalizations decreased by 11 to 883 and intensive care admissions fell by 15 to 228. And vet- victims on ventilators dropped by nine patients to 112. Again, if you look at the map, uh, Butler County has now moved into the orange, as they say. They were in the red. Mm-hmm. I think they were in the red yesterday. Um, and really, they're every single bordering county to Grayson County is in the orange. Right. As the closest one to Grayson that is in red, as you've got Barron County is in the red. Davis County, Logan County, and then you've got like Metcalf Green and kind of up that to the uh, to the eastern yeah, portion of I-65. Yeah. It's kind of weird because it looks like it'd be, I, you know, I-71 and I-65, but really it's the counties directly east, east to it. It's kind of weird because when I was looking at that, I had that mm. same first reaction that it was potentially that. But you're seeing a lot more yellow, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, locally as well, off of the COVID-19 front, the Great and Hardin, Hardin County Narcotics Task Force along with other police agencies, have made a major drug trafficking arrest. On Tuesday night, the the task force of the Kentucky State Police drug team executed a search warrant in the Hudson area of Breckenridge County and arrested two suspects after seizing dozens of fentanyl pills, a highly dangerous synthetic opioid intended to be used to tranquilize exceptionally large animals like elephants and rhinoceroses. Over the last several years, fentanyl has been mixed with heroin and cocaine and has resulted in countless overdoses and overdose deaths. During a search of the residence, police located between 85 and 100 fentanyl pills, methamphetamine, and drug paraphernalia. They arrested 22-year-old Jacob Terrence Harris, who, according to the Breckenridge County Detention Center, has a residence in Litchfield, but is also known to live near Hudson. When arrested, Harris was out on bond after previously being arrested for trafficking in marijuana. Also charged was 19-year-old Robert Tristan Jones of Evansville. They were both lodged in the Breckenridge County Detention Center. Mm, it's too close to home for me. It is, and it's so dangerous. It is absolutely. I mean, drugs are dangerous, but mm-hmm. at the level I mean, that fentanyl. When you hear that it is used to tranquilize elephants and rhinoceroses, yeah. Yeah. that's all I, mean, I, I mean. Is so there anything deadly. else you need to know? Well, and, you know, isn't that, I know it is, but that's that's the drug that, uh, officers are now suiting up against in PPE to be able to search and make for sure that they handle because even the smallest dose can kill somebody. Because mm-hmm. I think it can get the through the skin right. and, and stuff right. as well. Yes. Terrifying. A Clarkson man has been arrested on felony drug charge after a resident complained twice about some someone driving through their yard. Tuesday night at approximately 520, Clarkson Police Chief Buck Meredith received information that a white Chevrolet pickup truck had driven through a muddy yard twice while spinning the tires and kicking up mud in the 500 block of Millerstown Road. The chief followed him and ended up uh, stopping him in Hickory on Hickory Flats Road. And Meredith says that his investigation led to a search of the vehicle where a measurable amount of methamphetamine was located. Thomas Grimes of Clarkson was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center, where he is no longer listed as an inmate. A lot of bills are on the table right now in Frankfurt mm-hmm. as they're going in on their, 
their session, and we'll kind of we'll kind of hit through these kind of quick, as there's there's a, a good list here of of all of them that we've got. Um, bill a bill allowing the Kentucky Attorney General to file protest charges has advanced a state house committee. As the proposal follows a series of moves by GOP lawmakers to expand some of Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron's authorities in the state, what this says is that um, that the if a local county attorney set, takes away, so for example, with Attica Scott, Attica Scott, who's a representative, her daughter and herself were both arrested during the demonstrations last summer in Louisville. As they were charged with, it's in here, first degree rioting, misdemeanor failure to disperse, and misdemeanor unlawful assembly charges that were dismissed weeks later. As the county attorney dismissed those charges against everyone that was in there. But what this says is that potentially the attorney general could then overstep that and re-put in those charges. That's kind of what what this bill is saying. Um, The biggest thing with this is that... um, Democratic Representative Mackenzie Cantrell shed tears when voting down the bill, calling the process deeply disturbing and shameful. She said, if you want to give the attorney general more power, do it, but don't throw one of our colleagues onto the bus on the way down. So I think that's the biggest thing is that what the the Democratic Party is saying in Frankfurt is that it almost looks like it's a shot because Attica Scott, one of the representatives, and she is a Democrat, was the one that benefited from this. So I think it's there's a lot into this, and I think – I'd need to know a little bit more before yeah, I, I can't before speak I, to that. It's a little bit confusing. It is. House has okayed a bill to let felony offenders tap into keys money. As I know, Mark has talked about that, mm-hmm. what, maybe two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you all did. But that has now passed the House 96 to 2. So it will now be moving to the Senate as it would return the financial incentive to people who earn it, says the bill sponsor. A measure to control the high cost of insulin in Kentucky cleared the House on Tuesday unanimously. 95 to 0, and I'll tell you what, any time that we can hear that, that's like, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. As it's going to cap the cost, as would cap the cost of insulin by mandating prescription insulin to cost no more than $30 per 30-day supply. As the bill sponsor was saying that if his, if he didn't have insurance, his insulin would cost him $12,000 a year. It's insane. So that will now head to the Senate as well. A bill that is going to create a deadline for in-person classes to resume as that is clearing the House on an 87 to 8 vote, as what they're saying is the, the main, I think, the eight that voted against this, they said that this decision shouldn't be made by the legislature and instead should be made by local school boards. So that was the main reason against it. Uh, legislation aimed at saving newborn lives by providing a safe surrender option cleared the Veterans Military Affairs and Public Protection Committee on Wednesday. Representative Nancy Tate from Brandenburg told the panel that she is committed to passing pro-life legislation, as this is what they call a baby box. Mm-hmm. Described in her bill are temperature-controlled, ventilated boxes that can be installed easily at public buildings or other safe places throughout a community. They are monitored electronically for safety, and 911 is notified as soon as the outer door of the box is opened. Once the infant is placed into the bassinet and the door is closed, a second sensor triggers emergency services. A button on the outside of the box also allows whoever placed the baby in the safe box to trigger another call to 911. Emergency personnel usually arrive at the site in less than five minutes. Supporters say the measure would allow a parent who does not feel that he or she can take care of the newborn to surrender the child in a safe place without being recognized or prosecuted. In 2016, the pro- this program was added to Indiana. 
Since the program was enacted and the Safe Haven Baby Box program became an option, no infants have been reported as abandoned. And we'll now head to the House floor. That's House Bill 155. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I, it's I, great. I think it's a good thing. I had no idea because when I read the headline, mm-hmm. it said baby boxes would give parents safe option to surrender a child. I was like, what? We've a, always, a baby box? Yeah, we've what? always had the ability to surrender children at um, fire, place, station, fire stations, yeah. hospitals, those types of things. But then there's that barrier of people don't want you to see that they're surrendering. Mm-hmm. So this and this would give them the option that they could do that. And listen, not everybody's ready to be a parent. Not everybody's mentally well enough to be a parent. Oh, there's yes, there's so there, um, there's no doubt there. Um, the Citizens Foster Care Review Board in 53 counties are seeking volunteers to make a difference in the lives of local children in foster and other out of home care. Grayson is one of these counties. As the General Assembly created the state CFCRB in 1982 to. To decrease the time children spend in out-of-home care, volunteers review the Cabinet for Health and Family Services cases on children placed in out-of-home care and work with the Cabinet and courts on behalf of the state's foster children. As to train on this, it will take place in two Zoom meetings and a self-paced program. Potential volunteers are encouraged to apply as soon as possible so they can be screened and if, and if approved, scheduled for training. As what you will do, if you would like to help out with this, visit kycourts.gov, click Family and Juvenile Services in the Court Programs box, and then there is a Citizens Foster Care Review Board where you can look at more information. So that's a really good program. Mm-hmm. Then I have to do my, my selfish promo, promo, promotion, if I can talk correctly. <laughs> uh, join us tonight, Cougar Basketball, back in action, maybe if I can... Get our, our theme music. Our computers are working a little slow. It is Thursday. It is Thursday. It is Thursday. Mm-hmm. It is Thursday. So it's it never fails that... Um, There's a myth well, here, Whitney, that on Thursdays, all of our electronics run sluggishly. <laughs> and honestly, it really it, it is. It, it is. It is a real thing. It is. We can't figure out if the, like, the aliens are landing on Thursdays and taking know. all the broadband. Like, we don't know what's happening. Misty, do you want to, like, beatbox or something to give us some music <laughs> on the way out? <laughs> Cougars, play tonight, 6 o'clock. Yeah. Lady Cougars first at Hancock County. Join us. Listen on K105 and K105 Digital Productions. I guess our music's not going to work, so we're going to get to a break. Come back with more here on In the Wind. Also younger than the sun. Yeah, the Bonnie boat was one as we sail into the mystic. Today is Clam Chowder Day. Oh, I don't like that. No? No, pick again. Try again. Uh, Let's All Eat Right Day. Okay, all right. Honoring Adele Davis, one of America's best-known nutritionists. She was born on this date in 1904. It is National Chocolate-Covered Peanuts Day. Okay, love that. I can have peanuts. I just can't have tree nuts. It is Quiet Day, Okay. also known as National Don't Utter a Word Day. It's a day to lower the noise level for a healthier and more relaxed life. I can't do that. Sorry. It's not an option in your world right now, is it? No, it's not. You can come to my house. (laughs) It is Pistol Patent Day. Okay. Samuel Colt invented the pistol today. Mm -hmm. And it is Digital Learning Day. Did you say it was also Toast Day? No. I've heard it was also Toast Day today, too. That's... You know, I think my toast sheets don't have that, but is the most underrated food ever because I love a good piece of buttered toast. Oh yeah, me too. And then you put peanut butter on it while it's still warm. Oh my gosh. Well, I think I've heard of uh, grilled peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. That sounds really? good. Yeah, no, I haven't heard. I haven't that. ever heard. I mean, I've never tried it. it, but I've heard it's the, pretty the good. The restaurant I worked at, we would do a a peanut butter and jelly burger. 
That was good. That sounds terrible. Ooh, it, that does sound it, it not was, very good. It, it sounds not very good, but mm-hmm. it, it was surprisingly I like surprisingly the savory. Good. The little yes, mini chocolate exactly. chips with the peanut butter. Fold the toast in half and let it melt. You, so you, good. you mentioned mini chocolate chips, and yes. we'll, have a, we'll have a little bit on that here in a, in a oh, few good. minutes. Yay. Uh, I know Mark has enjoyed giving the funny tweets of the week. So these are the funniest Uh-oh. tweets of the week from women <laughs> is, is who this comes from. Okay. Emma Ketchum on Twitter says... Wasn't planning on spending my hottest years living like the grandparents in Charlie and the Cho- Chocolate Factory, but here <laughs> we are. One. Here we are. I feel you, girl. I feel you. <laughs> Liv says, oh, that gap on my resume? I could totally explain. I was hanging out. <laughs> uh, she's honest. Frisia Katra says, wait, Albert Einstein was real? I thought he was a theoretical physicist. Oh, oh bless it. Wah, wah. Yeah, 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 no, that one's that one's not. Uh, Dana Donnelly says, "I used to check my phone like twice during a movie, and now I check the movie like twice during my phone." Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. So sad, but true. Uh, Dia Poirier says, "One day I'm going to write a book about a recipe blogger that confesses to murder in every single recipe on their website, but they never get caught because no one reads the 12 pages of text yes. before the recipe." <laughs> Could we stop? Yes. I, you know, I've oh considered a blog that is set that says just the recipe. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's all yes. I'm going to post are just the recipes. You don't need the story as to why I love this food. Well, and you, you've got the cookbooks. I mean, I think cookbooks are gone. You know, the, yep. gone are the days mm-hmm. of cookbooks because you look all of the recipes up on your phone. Why? Why do we yeah. not have an app or something already that just says, here, show me that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm starting this uh, blog. And a few here are about taxes as we've officially gotten to tax season. Simon Holland says, TurboTax is the worst computer game ever. <laughs> I lose every time <laughs> I play. It and, costs me money. <laughs> and Dan, Dan Kaufman says, just did my own taxes. I should be did, I should be in jail by the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Those were your funniest so tweets of the week. Uh, have you noticed that for the first time in 30 years, I had no idea this was even coming, the U.S. Postal Service delivery trucks are getting a facelift, and the new design is sending the Internet into a tizzy. Mm-hmm. USPS announced on Tuesday a multi-million dollar decade-long contract with Oshkosh Defense to manufacture what they're calling the next generation delivery vehicle expected to hit the road in 2023. Okay. Um, Very cool. It I, looks- it's... Okay, so this, the windshield on that, reminds me of the dog vehicle in Dumb and Dumber. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> like that it's Harry's huge, van. It's a huge it is, windshield. Yeah, it it's really got a is. big forehead. Yes, it really <laughs> does. But it, some people are, are not on board with it. I don't have anything Why? against it. I don't know. Why do they not uh, like it? I don't know. I it's just, just very... Uh, I just wish mine would show up when it comes to um, I don't live in this county, so I can say that. So they asked the question on Twitter, a Politico transportation reporter asked, is the design, quote unquote, sleek and cool or an ugly duckling? And 59% of people said it was an ugly duckling. As one Twitter user wrote, says it looks like a golf cart and a platypus had a baby. Oh, it does. It does. But what does it matter if it's cool and sleek or ugly? It, it's one utilitarian. Post- one exactly. postal service worker who was excited about the trucks, he considered them still, though, Dorkmobiles. Well, okay. sure. Well, you've got that one, and then you've got the big brown truck, too, that's oh, his yeah. competitor. So, oh, I mean, yeah. there's not well, any sort of... services are attractive. Yeah. Nobody's rolling in your, your Prime and a Porsche. Uh-uh. We can and now... if that offends you, then go back to shopping yourself at the store. Exactly. <laughs> we can now jump into our, our food portion of the show here. I mean, I mean... And, and 
I feel like since I'm sitting in this chair, I have to uh, I have to get maybe a little critical. Well, I, I don't necessarily feel that I need to be critical, but I'm, I'm mentioning Peeps, and I feel like I have to. Oh, don't if to re- I sit here as, as Mark Peeps that, that this is their lane, and and this is yeah. Easter, so yeah. they're, they're in the right spot. I guess the fence is open, yes. the lane is open for them to just come on out. Peeps is making marshmallow scented Easter grass that okay. comes in five different colors, as it's going to be sold at Olson's Mercantile. Okay, so it'll be one dollar. And it's a great place to pick up more Easter basket fillers leading up to the big day. So it is. I'm assuming this is edible grass. No, uh, I think it's like what you put in the Easter basket. So it's so it, it is just smells the, like the cosmetic grass made by Peeps. That's Correct. confusing. Yes. I don't think a candy company should make something that's not edible. I think you hit the ditch. Okay. Well, how about I get you something that Peeps is making that is edible? Okay. Peeps is now making huge bunny marshmallows. It will cost you fifteen ninety five, and I think we even have a picture here, possibly that comes up as it is a massive bunny that is picked up. These extra large peep bunnies are white with a green accent to outline a bow tie and an orange carrot pictured on the front. You can buy the bunnies in packs of one or two online with each bunny weighing in at almost two ounces, a little less than a ten count peeps box. How big is this thing for sixteen dollars? Well, it, it weighs the same as about a, peep, a t- traditional Peeps box, so I'd assume probably the same size as a Peeps box. Okay. I was going to say, you know, with Peeps, you've got to keep them closed because they will dry out. I oh, thought, yeah. how would you be but able to? Six, that's a lot. You just eat it all. dollar marshmallow? Yeah. That's, hmm. Seems like something that, that a I, grandma would buy. No, I think Peeps saw the <laughs> stimulus for, money. For the, for the grandkids? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They saw the stimulus money coming in and went, hmm, Misty, what you, can we do to get our hands on that? You touched on chocolate chips. Yep, yep. Nestle Tollhouse is debuting what they call Disco Morsels with Edible Glitter. Disco Semi-Sweet Morsels and Edible Glitter Morsels, as they're officially called, look like they were inspired by a 60s or 70s disco ball. The bag is made up of a mix of semi-sweet chocolate chips and edible glitter morsels. I hate glitter, but if you put glitter in chocolate, I'm back on board. But I'm just thinking that the end result is, (laughs) right? Interesting. Is glittered. Yeah, I could see my daughter all over that, though. (laughs) One bag is enough for a batch of 24 cookies, and they're made with 100% real chocolate. But is it real glitter? It's edible glitter. It's got to be edible glitter. I know it's it's edible, edible but is that like real glitter? Like, no, I don't think so. What is glitter made of? Does anybody know? That might be a question for for Natalie tomorrow. Yeah, ask her and see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Keep that. She's the food food expert, right? science, yeah. And then continuing in the sweet realm, I guess this can kind of fit into the Easter theme. Duncan is launching iced coffee-flavored jelly beans in varieties like caramel latte. Mm. So you've got French vanilla, hazelnut, caramel latte, butter pecan, and toasted coconut. That sounds good. It I sounds like all those good. flavors. I do. But I'm also kind of a, in the realm of jelly beans, stay in your lane. You stay yeah. in the fruity category. You know, so those. you don't like, like uh, the Harry Potter ones that are like... Uh, well, but buttered they, popcorn. Well, the buttered popcorn is a little, yeah, I mean, they're a little bit different, but I'm saying like for the most part, if you're in jelly bean, if I want a jelly bean during Easter yeah. time, I want it to be fruity. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the Easter jelly beans, the Starburst jelly beans oh, are yeah. the best jelly beans. I can't have them anymore because of the red food dye, and I don't like jelly beans, but I love those. I think I, I would like these. I remember you last year. Christy bought me a bag. And next thing I knew. I had a reaction on air. 
Yeah, and, and next, and you did. And the next thing I knew, I came back from lunch, and they were sitting on my desk. I was like, No, I don't want. I don't mean have the deadly jelly beans. Yes. Oh my god. It's uh, like I don't. So I don't swell up. Like I lose my voice. It hits me respiratory, and I was like, Oh, these are so good. I don't know what's happening. But I guess we can say maybe uh, Sarah Cook. Maybe uh, Sarah try, to your try, Dunkin' Donuts. Trying the Dunkin' beans? Donuts. Uh, maybe. Are maybe you allowed Sarah to Cook, call them jelly beans? Sarah or is Cook that a can get these name? for us for a. Like, does a, Jelly Belly own the name Jelly Beans? You know what I'm saying? Like Coke, we say I, Coke for every soda. I can maybe pull up. Uh, maybe maybe we can pull up the picture of of it one more time and see if it says Jelly Beans on there because that that would answer it. I don't think yeah. they do because I mean they're Jelly Belly. Yeah. Jelly uh, go beans. F- go. F- it says Jelly Beans, yeah, so I guess no. So they don't. Okay. All right. And then this was a really cool story that I wanted to to end the segment on. A recent find at an Arizona thrift shop connected a Florida woman with a long-lost piece of family history and with it insight into the life of a father she knew little about. As a thrift shop volunteer in Phoenix, Teresa Farron comes across plenty of secondhand treasures, but a few weeks ago she stumbled upon a Purple Heart and other military awards that had been given out in the 1950s for service in Korea, she wrote in a Facebook group, and she tracked down the owner of it. Earl Carl Blauberg, and soon learned that he had died in the 1980s and was living in Arizona at the time. She was able to contact the surviving family via Facebook and let them know that they found these. Among the surviving family members was Lisa Walker, who lived thousands of miles away in Florida. She said, I didn't even know he had a Purple Heart. It would be the only thing we ever had of my father's. I do think it's a sign for my father, but I don't know. It's just hard. It's bittersweet. And she said, I couldn't be more thankful for her. Oh, that's so awesome. So that's a, that's a really cool story. Yeah. That, um, and see, Facebook helps out. See? So maybe Facebook that's why people are voting. Bo- it's not all bad. No, no, no it's no. not. It can be used for good things. Exactly. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back with more some celebrity news coming up here on In the Know. Did you know that the average person loses about 1,600 eyelashes per year? What? 1,600 eyelashes per year. Do you buy it or not? Yeah, I can buy that. I just, again, this is another one of these things. Who's counting? Hmm. Who's counting? Yeah, I don't it know. It took a year in every eyelash. And, 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 and I don't how, see that many eyelashes come out. Like I don't either. Now, I see one. But I wish I had my son's eyelashes. Both of my boys have better eyelashes than any of the girls <laughs> in our family. Yeah. So. yeah, no, I just, I, it's just one of those things that every time I read these, it's like, how do you, yeah, how, how, we do, you, how do you study? Know, how do you know that? Um, yeah, no. And also, I, who's I paying can't. for that? <laughs> the government. We are. <laughs> Useless information, <laughs> Yes. Maybe? Uh, the weekend makes more history as Blinding Lights has crossed two billion streams. Wow. So I, I like that song. Yeah, it's not um, my favorite of his, though. It's interesting. Really? But I never love an artist's most popular song. Okay. I typically am not that person. I like the hidden song on the, I was going to say the tape. The deep track. Deep <laughs> deep, yeah. Deep, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, deep cut. Well, this <laughs> is only the, only three other songs have reached two billion Spotify streams. Ed Sheeran's Shape of You. Post Malone's Rockstar and Dance Monkey, which I know I doesn't doesn't your niece Dance love Monkey. Dance Monkey? I love Dance Monkey. I, my I can't stand band loves Dance Monkey. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. it drives me nuts. Oh, yes. my niece loves uh, it. Frasier revival is greenlit at Paramount Plus. Kelsey Grammer is returning. Um, 
Are all the cast members still with us? He's played the character since 1984 when he was introduced on Cheers as Diane Chambers' love interest. Uh, I, I don't know. That I mean, show. you did. <laughs> so will you watch the reboot? I would watch it. You will. Yeah, Frasier yeah, or Cheers? No, Frasier. 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 Yeah, I've never really watched a lot of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then another reboot coming that I didn't know was, or I guess a revival, Rugrats is being revived. Oh, wow. Uh, iconic Crazy. Cartoons original voice cast is coming as they release. Yep. That is also on Paramount+. Plus. They need to stop with all of this different streaming platforms because every time I'm like, ooh, I'd want to watch that. And I'm like, no, I don't nope. need any more nope. yeah. streaming platforms. Nope. But um, they're reviving Rugrats. And we talked a little bit, Mark did, I guess it was two or three weeks ago when he mentioned that Bruce Springsteen had been arrested for a DUI as he voluntarily pled guilty to a violation of consuming an alcoholic beverage in a closed uh, area, agreeing to a fine of $500. And I heard on Rick and Bubba this morning as I was driving in, the judge asked him, said, are you ready to pay the fine right away? He says, yeah, I, th- I think I can pay $500 right now. I thought he was as, acquitted um, on that. I thought they – I saw in the news this morning that – He voluntarily that- pled guilty to a violation of consuming an alcoholic beverage in a closed area. So I guess they did uh, drop – it says here okay. the charges of driving under the influence and right. reckless driving were dropped because the prosecutor was, quote, unable to provide the necessary evidence. Yeah. But apparently, as, as Rick and Bubba were saying, that you can't drink at a national recreation area. And that's what he did, and apparently he was riding his motorcycle through, and a couple of fans stopped, and they were taking tequila shots, so he took a tequila shot oh, and took two of them, and that's what, see, that's what he got. That, uh, that's they? what he got. got uh, Don't get caught up in the peer pressure, Springsteen. Exactly. exactly. The boss is in trouble. Wow. Um, I learned that Ken Hallett is a massive Bruce Springsteen fan, as really? he was saying. Yes, he was saying that Bruce Springsteen's his favorite artist. Wow. I was Who like, knew? Really? Yeah. It's like okay. I didn't I wasn't expecting right. Ken Hallett to, to drop some Bruce Springsteen. Well, born in the USA to you, yeah. Ken Hallett. I mean I, I don't have anything against Bruce Springsteen. I mean Glory Days is a great song. Um it's not my favorite but, artist. Uh, and then I always like to throw in at least one just the headline. And I think that's all we really need. A Massachusetts man has been arrested after spray painting a woman during a disagreement in a parking lot. <laughs> Say it again. A Massachusetts man has okay. been arrested after spray-painting a woman during a disagreement in a parking lot. I'm going to assume she wasn't consenting to this. Uh, she was spray-painted in the face and neck. Oh. The car window and frame that she was driving was also damaged. She was arrested and charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Oh, Let's hope she has one of those face shield masks on, you know, yeah. the clear ones. Yes, cause, cause that was, or it could be a, a nice design on if she's wearing a yeah, white face yeah, mask right. or something. She might get... Some free design lessons or something oh on that. We've got to get to a break. Fun. Wi-Fi name? Wi-Fi name. That's someone has named their Wi-Fi. Does any, anyone, <laughs> anything? I could tell a little story on our, huh? our neighbors down the road. At <laughs> They have one that says, whoever, the, the, the entity, it says, hey, it's this one. Yeah. Because there's several different ones. Uh-huh. And I yeah. guess the person is always asking which Wi-Fi one it is. And they so they finally just named it. It's this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I actually That's was a good one. sitting in a church parking lot one time. And the church's Wi-Fi popped up. And it said, rookie pastor. And I happened to know the person who was previously there in charge of their IT. Uh-huh. And they left the church. And I thought, you just really showed your heart condition. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Right? That he went in and secretly named that rookie pastor, and I'm like, "Wow, you are." I, Jack. I, I was <laughs> yeah. traveling somewhere. I don't even remember where it is, and I think I was at a gas station or something. And uh, their their uh, Wi-Fi name was Bat Signal. 
Oh, that's I was fun. like, that's oh, great. That's cool. That's I was like, because so it popped up yeah. on my fan phone, and it was like, would you like to connect to the bat signal? I was like, uh, yes. yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, I wish I had an electric car I'd plug in yes. too. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I would yes. definitely like to connect to the bat signal. I think it was, <laughs> it was password dangerous. protected or something. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like that's that's a great one. Yes. Um, Whitney, what's happening at the extension office that we need to know about? Well. We, I just got back this week in the office. So as far as ag programs are concerned, we finished up the applications for the CAPE were due yesterday. So uh, once those people get approved or, you know, after the application process is over and they, they grade them and they get scored and people that get approved will get education. So I will do all of that educational training. So through March and April, I will do a lot of beef quality assurance. I will do private applicator and I will do CAPE education. And so I have, we have to get approval for those now. So now that I'm asking for approval, once I know those dates, I will, I will promote those out. But we've got, uh, Natalie's doing some virtual programming. Uh, they're doing laugh and learn virtual programming. Nat- uh, Kendra is doing her virtual cooking classes. Uh, and, and we're just, we're, we're getting ready to move also. So. It's so exciting. <laughs> have you, you've seen the uh, campus. I, yeah. I mean, whenever we have games, so yeah. we drive, so it's probably been though, it's probably been two or two and a half weeks since oh, I've driven past there, okay. so it'll be. It looks completed. It does. It is. It How is close? On the it, it is. It is pretty much done. I mean, we did our we did our walkthrough yesterday, but we're not ready to move in yet, just because we still got things to. We got to move. You know. Sure, uh, it's not operating yet. However, we are really excited. It'll be open probably. Uh, we're hoping first part of April is when okay. we'll actually start so to be able to do things. Yeah, I'm excited. To see and it, it is. Mm-hmm. People go by and they're like, "Why is that such a big building?" Uh, for those out there, the left hand side of that building is is going to be space for programming. So it's a big room, and you can have several when we can mm-hmm. <laughs> are allowed to mm-hmm. again. We will have uh, able to have about 250 people in oh, that wow. building. So wow. it's a it's a going to be a great community place yeah. I think, to host programming yeah it looks great if, you, if you're listening and you haven't seen it yet just drive out it's off Corey road right there mm-hmm. uh yeah. close to future designs mm-hmm. if, you, if you head to the high school from from town you'll be able to, you'll drive right you can't miss oh, it you can't mm-hmm. miss it it's, right it's, it's i know miss you drive past it every, every day. day and it's so exciting to watch it and bring up and i even love dirt. that it's been a couple of times where i've had to run to the school in the afternoon or something mm-hmm. for a couple of hours the high school and it's kind of one of those things that i'll drive past it at one mm-hmm. and then maybe later that night i'll drive past it at five and it's like oh my it, it, it changed so much it's worked very hard yes, yes they and do a lot it'll, of be, it'll be exciting to get it actually completed completed you know and and go from there but we are already planning things for over there we've got big plans and we hope it'll be a great community asset and for those that don't know what it is or have questions about it please call us we want it we want this to be Mm -hmm. something for everybody yeah yeah, we're excited, and I know I'm excited to see it. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll invite come you there. Soon. Oh, yeah. are open. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, on TV tonight, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Uh, the contestants include Robert Herjavec, who's on the Sharp – I think he's Mr. Wonderful. Isn't that what he is on Shark Tank? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Harrison from The Bachelor and Alfonso Ribeiro. Which is still one of my favorite. I love. It's such a fun name to say. Ribeiro or Ribeiro. Ribeiro? Well, both. both. I mean, just, yep. just. It's like I'm thinking of Elf, Francisco. Yes, <laughs> fun to say. And Florabama Shore, the season four premiere. Ooh. When their beach vacation is upended by COVID-19, the crew sets their sights on someplace out of the way and truly exotic: the snow-capped mountains of Montana. They're a hot mess. I've never seen this. Never heard of this, but you are a hot mess. Okay, yes. It's like Jersey Shore except Floribama. It is is exactly like that, only it is Floribama, not Jersey Shore. So did you watch this? Uh, Yes, just because... (laughs) 
It's okay. I have to watch else. the car trash. It's called, well, it. I was going to say, yeah, it's trash TV. And there's just a couple of those that I'll watch. And that was what I just had to see. And it's one of those things. It's so bad. You have to keep watching. You feel better about yourself at the end. <laughs> yes. going, this is why I'm not rich and famous. Exactly. So you will be watching an MTV tonight. I'll be recording it and watching it whenever I can. Yes. <laughs> Today's highlight in history for today, uh, it is the birthday of the voice actor Jim Backus, who was born in this state in 1913, and if that name doesn't sound familiar, he's the voice of Mr. Magoo. Oh, okay. So, Very good. I guess that's, that's enough, that's a big enough deal to be the highlight in history yep. for today. On this date, 1928, the Federal Radio Commission issued the first U.S. television license. On this date in 1964, 22-year-old Cassius Clay won the World Heavyweight Boxing title. Misty, I can allow you to do your – when we talk about Cassius Clay, you got to oh, throw I in – love – yeah. His mom named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, 1981, Christopher Cross won five Grammy Awards at ceremonies and the Radio City Music Hall. On this date in 2013, horse meat was found in meatballs at Ikea. Okay. I'd forgotten about that. Okay. And on this date four years ago today, Donald Trump announced that he would be skipping the annual White House Correspondents' Dinner – and in this state, one year ago today, the CDC warned the U.S. public to prepare for an outbreak of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Hmm. It had uh, 80,000 cases around the world at that time, but relatively few in the U.S. Hmm. And also one year ago today, the Democratic uh, rivals had a, they held a critical debate in North Carolina. That was when Bernie Sanders was leading, and they all kind of teamed up on him and, mm-hmm. and took down poor Bernie. Uh, birthdays for today, not a lot. Uh, Paul O'Neill, former baseball player, turns 58 today. Carrot Top turns 56. Comedian. Fan, yeah, mm-hmm. fan, no, or no I opinion. I just know who he is. Yeah, no I opinion. never really did watch any of his comedy. Are you a Carrot Top fan at all? No. Uh, Christy hates him. Okay. So I, I And that's I probably what bothered. I'm thinking about. Yeah. I knew that there was a strong opinion yeah. for mm-hmm. someone. I liked him when I was younger, but I also, you know, like to do stupid things when I was, you know, 12 and 13 too. Is he so. like into, he's, is he doing comedy anymore? Or is Because somebody said they saw a picture of him not too long ago. Is he in and he Vegas? All like really? Up See, and, I have no idea. Yeah, is he in know. Vegas? Um, I don't know. That's what I said. I don't follow him. So I don't Rashida know. Jones turns 45 from, she was in the office briefly, but Parks and Recreation and mm-hmm. she turns 45. And then she was also, she just came up with a new show, I think, recently as well. Uh, gone but not forgotten, baseball player Ron Santo was born in the state in 1940, and George Harrison from the Beatles was born in the state in 1943. Chart topper? I think we've got a good list today, Misty, which means okay. I'm probably guaranteed to disappoint. <laughs> Sam and I differ oh, on music. I've got, I've got a couple more birthdays. Oh. James and Oliver Phelps, who played Fred and George Weasley in the Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. They Who turned is? 35 today. They're, thir- they're my age? Well, 35. Well, I guess that's right. That would be right. Oh and Hideki Matsuyama, Matsuyama, he's a golfer. He turns 24 today. No he was the names today like Matsuyama. a hammer. Yeah, Hideki Matsuyama. <laughs> I really just wanted to say Matsuyama. Yeah, okay. uh, he was the runner-up for the 2017 U.S. Open. Okay, now we can go to Chart Talkers. Maybe. You know the best part about Coming to America Part 2 coming out? We'll have all new one-liners. Yes. Yes. It, when, it's soon, really soon, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I knew it was really soon. Well, March is next week, so. Uh, this is 1950, Chattanooga's Shoe Shine Boy by Red Foley. I tried to talk through it, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no? No? Okay. I tried. 
Yeah, I tried to. I couldn't cover it up. So should we go to 1968 instead? Let's move up to 86. How's that? Well, we do have an 86 later. Good. I hope it's a hairband. Maybe. If it's Madonna, it's over. Uh-oh. We're not coming back to this. <laughs> well, this is this has got to be a classic from 1968. Sitting in the oh, yeah. I mean, how can you not like this song? Otis Redding was number one with Sitting on the Dock of the Day. Otis Redding is one of my top ten favorite artists ever. I mean, the voice is just yes. unbelievable. You know, I was shocked to learn he died at 27. Yeah. He had done all of that and by I, the time he was 27 years car, old. Uh, airplane crash? I think, so. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, this was 1968. So how about 77? Does that work? Try it on for size. If it doesn't fit, I'll throw it back at you. Chief Miller Band was number one with Fly Like an Eagle. So this is a perfect example of hating the number one hit from a band that I love. I love everything he did with this song. I hate it. And and the only reason I know this song very well is because of it being a space jam. Oh, okay. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I like the Joker probably a little more from Steve Miller. I don't like the Joker. Yeah, I like either. the Joker. I can listen yeah, to it. I don't like one. it. But yeah. So how about 1986? Please no Madonna. Good year. Please no Madonna. Oh. Okay. Whitney Houston. Does that count? Yeah. It's not Madonna. Whitney Houston was number one with How Will I Know. It's no hair band, but we'll take it. So it's not terrible, but not good. Yeah. I listened to her national anthem after the Super Bowl. They yes. played a thing about it, and it is still, it'll still give you chills. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Rick yeah. and Bubba use it often, oh. and I get to hear it. It's awesome. You got to hit, 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 the, hit the chorus there a little bit, so we can go to 2004 now. I almost broke out in song. Mid-2000s? Like <laughs> you like that? I do. Well, I could have I kept playing. Well, we, 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 we were going to get you a... Uh, Oh, gotcha. oh, this is the official video here. I'm not sure. Oh, I, oh. This song brings back some bad memories. <laughs> so should we not play anymore? No, not bad. Not, not bad memories as in. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just leave it there. Outcast. No, like the it is a, The it way is, you move. It was a uh, junior miss. We had to do an exercise video to that for our contest. And the, I was so sick of that song by the end of that week. I could not. I was yeah. like, Ugh. Never again. No, so never again. we'll wrap it up with with eight years ago today, Misty. I can. I don't know. I think this one actually might fit that category. Of, I don't like. You yeah. don't like this song. I didn't like Bruno Mars's first stuff. I like the second album. I, I'm, I agree. I, this is not my favorite, but I like all his new stuff. Bruno is number one with "Locked Out of Heaven." And you know what? I don't think I brought in my pearl of wisdom for today. So, I guess that Misty, do you have any pearls of wisdom that you, you would like? You know, you know what? what? I'm going to give it off to you today and you know, let Misty's I, I, Pearl of Wisdom. What I'll would you like to... i something that my dad told me that serves me well and will serve us all well. Treat every person you're speaking to like that's the most important person you've ever met in your life and, and society would be better. That's Misty's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Yeah. And it's a good one. Yeah. That wraps up our show. Whitney, appreciate you coming in. Yeah, and glad to be here. We'll hopefully get to see Silas very soon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's... Getting, he's going to be bigger and bigger every, I know every it. day. I know it. They grow up fast, right? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> yes, they do. That's what we said about you, Sam. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> that wraps up our show here for today. We'll see you back tomorrow. Natalie will be joining us from the Grayson yes. County Extension Office, so we look forward to that. So until tomorrow, this is Uncle Sam Gormley saying, now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky.